This is John W. Whitehead, author of Battlefield America, The War on the American People, bringing you a message about the state of our nation. We are moving fast down the road to fascism. This COVID-19 pandemic has shifted us into high gear. The heavy-handed collision between the techno-corporate state and the U.S. government over vaccine mandates is merely the latest manifestation of the extent to which fascist forces are working to overthrow our constitutional republic and nullify the rights of the individual. In early November 2021, the Biden administration drew its line in the sand for more than 100 million American workers. Get vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus or else. Or else what? For many individuals with sincere objections to the vaccine, either based on their religious beliefs or some other medical or philosophical concern, non-compliance with workplace vaccine mandates will mean losing their jobs and the possibility of no unemployment benefits. One survey conducted by the Society for Human Resource Management estimated that 28% of employed Americans wouldn't get a vaccine for the COVID virus, even if it meant losing their jobs. Although OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, is requiring that employees be paid for the time it takes to get vaccinated and recover from any side effects, those who refuse to get vaccinated but keep their jobs will have to test negative for COVID weekly and could be made to shoulder the cost of those weekly tests. Healthcare workers are not being given an option for testing. It's the vaccine or nothing. To give the government's arm twisting some added strength, companies that violate the workplace mandate rules can face fines up to $13,653 per violation for serious violations and 10 times that for willful or repeated violations. In the words of one journalist writing for the USA Today, and I'm quoting here, the government is turning employers who are not paid by nor work for the government into an army of vaccine enforcers. You know who won't suffer any harm as a result of these vaccine mandates? The corporate state, that is the manufacturers, distributors, and healthcare providers, who were given a blanket get-out-of-jail card to insulate them from liability for any injuries or deaths caused by the vaccines. While this vaccine mandate is being presented as a targeted mandate as opposed to a national mandate that impacts the entire population, it effectively leaves those with sincere objections to the COVID vaccine with very little options beyond total compliance or unemployment. This has long since ceased to be a debate over how best to protect the populace at large against an unknown pandemic. Rather, it has become a massively intrusive, coercive, and authoritarian assault on the right of individual sovereignty over one's life, self, and private property. As such, these COVID-19 mandates have become the new battleground in the government's tug-of-war over bodily autonomy and individual sovereignty. Already, the legal challenges to these vaccine mandates are piling up before the courts. Before long, divided circuit court rulings will make their way to the U.S. Supreme Court, which will be asked to decide whether these mandates constitute government overreach or a natural extension of the government's so-called emergency powers. With every new court ruling that empowers corporations and the government to use heavy-handed tactics, 
to bring about vaccine compliance. With every new workplace mandate that forces employees to choose between their right to bodily autonomy and economic livelihood, and with every new piece of legislation that insulates corporations and the government from being held accountable for the vaccine injuries and deaths, our property interest in our bodies is diminished. At a minimum, our right to individual sovereignty over our lives to our bodies is being usurped by power-hungry authoritarians, greedy, self-surfing corporations, egotistical nanny-staters who think they know what's best for the rest of the populace, and a short-sighted but well-meaning populace which fails to understand the long-term ramifications of trading their essential freedoms for temporary promises of safety and security. We are more vulnerable now than ever before. This debate over bodily autonomy, which covers broad territory ranging from forced vaccinations, abortion, and euthanasia, to forced blood draws, biometric surveillance, and basic health care, has far-reaching ramifications for who gets to decide what happens to our bodies during an encounter with government officials. On a daily basis, Americans are already being made to relinquish their most intimate details of who they are, our biological makeup, our genetic blueprints, and our biometrics, facial characteristics and structure, fingerprints, iris scans, and so on, in order to clear the nearly insurmountable hurdle that increasingly defines life in the United States. We are now guilty until proven innocent. This merely pushes us one step further down that road towards a total control society in which the government in collusion with the corporate state gets to decide who is worthy of being allowed to take part in society. Right now, COVID-19 vaccines are the magic ticket for gaining access to the privileges of communal life. Having already conditioned the population to the idea that being part of society is a privilege and not a right, such access could easily be predicated on social credit scores, the worthiness of one's political views, or the extent to which one is willing to comply with the government's dictates, no matter what they might be. The government is litigating and legislating its way into a new framework, where the dictates of petty bureaucrats carry greater weight than the inalienable rights of we the people. When all that we own, all that we earn, all that we say and do, our very lives, depends on the benevolence of government agents and corporate shareholders from whom profit and power will always trump principle. We should all be leery and afraid. As I make clear in my book, Battlefield America, The War of the American People, and its fictional counterpart, The Eric Blair Diaries, nothing good can come from totalitarian tactics, no matter how benevolent they appear, that are used to make us cower, fear, and comply with the government's dictates. The Rutherford Institute is doing its part to push back against the police state and make the government play by the rules of the Constitution. But we can't fight these battles alone. To join the resistance, visit our website at www.rutherford.org and check out our library of thought-provoking commentaries, legal resources, and so much more. Subscribe to our email alerts and I will send you my weekly commentary, Rutherford Press Alerts, and a weekly rundown of pertinent headlines and news articles to keep you apprised of the growing threats to our freedoms. And finally, if you are able, please consider making a tax-deductible donation to the Rutherford Institute by again visiting us online at www.rutherford.org or donate using PayPal. Your donation allows the Rutherford Institute to push back against the government's power grabs, corruption, and ongoing assaults on the Constitution. Together, 
we can make America free again.